hope you're enjoying Moriarty, The Devil's Game, an Audible original podcast. All episodes of Season 1 are now available ad-free, exclusively on Audible. Visit audible.com slash moremoriarty and sign up for a free trial. you two might like some tea while you catch up. Thank you, Mary. You are too kind. Not at all, Mr. Sherlock. It's been far too long. There's eggs and toast if you're hungry. He won't be staying. Jonathan, where are your manners? It's quite all right. The doctor is correct. I'm on urgent business. Well then, I'll let you boys get to it. It's so good to see you again, Mr. Sherlock. The pleasure is mine, Mrs. Watson. I was happy to hear of your marriage, doctor. One deduces his invitation was lost in the mail. I told you never to come here. Well, if we're being precise, you told me to never come to your old flat. You've changed your address. Hiding from someone. Why are you here, Holmes? You know exactly why I'm here. There is a game afoot. Last your bloody games. Whatever this is, I am not interested. We are through. We both agreed to it. Yes, well, I'm afraid circumstances have evolved beyond my control. I have a case that requires your assistance and expertise. And, most of all, your discretion. No, I can't help you. I have a wife now. A whole new life. And who do you think gave you that life? One wonders what lies you're telling poor Mary about this phony practice of yours. Tell me, Doctor, what kind of medicine suits a man of such violent talents? Now, I'll admit, with the fullest of sincerity, that I don't want to be here. But I find myself at the end of a very important rope. Go ahead and hang yourself with that rope for all I care. Find someone else. I'm out. No one is ever out, Doctor. Not after what we've been through. I would remind a soldier of his duty. I lifted you out of that grave in Afghanistan. I gave those brutal hands a higher purpose. And I would also remind you that Miss Mary Marston wouldn't have arrived in your life if it wasn't for me taking on her father's case. Are you calling that a favor? I'd call it a job well done. Another threat thwarted so the crown, as always, prevails. You've prevailed as well, Doctor. This life of yours, this is all because of me. Whatever domestic veneer you wish to put on it is your business. But you took an oath to protect England at any cost. To refuse me in this time of need would be to invoke high treason. With all its collateral consequences. You dare threaten me? <laughs> yes, your wheels are turning now, aren't they, Doctor? Could you finish me off quickly, quietly, before Mary comes in again to freshen up our cups? How would you do it, I wonder? Your revolver must be close. A man like you would never be far from his gun. I don't need a gun to kill you. That teaspoon would do just fine. Yes, yes. This is exactly the man I require. Iron of nerve, leathery of conscience. My doctor. A fixer of the highest order. This case, Holmes, whatever needs fixing, it's justified? Justified? I am justice. You know who I am and what I represent, Doctor, better than most. 
Well, then who is the poor bastard? Keep it together, Professor. Don't embarrass me now. <coughs> I'm sorry, Colonel, but uh, how do you suggest one breathes inside such a revolt? First time in an opium den, then? <coughs> and hopefully last. Just look at these men, lolling about, wasting their day, money and minds. It's loathsome. This place is... <coughs> uh, I did warn you, and if you're hoping to earn Mr. Clay's hospitality, do us both a favour and keep those opinions to yourself. <coughs> Mr. Clay, as in John Clay, grandson to the Duke of Sussex. That's who we're meeting. Aye, you know him. By reputation. Clay's name was all over the honour walls at Eton and Oxford. He's a decorated scholar. Aye, a lot like you, Professor. Of course, then he started with all the murdering, thieving, smashing and forging. I thought they were just rumours. No, no. Clay's the greatest schemer in all of London. Owns every slop house, gin joint and whorehouse this side of Swandom Lane. And this opium den of his is the vilest murder trap in the whole city. Murder trap? Aye. He's got a trap door in his office. Drops right into the wharf. These walls could tell strange tales of what's passed through it on many a moonless night. You mean... Bodies, Professor. It's all on the level, of course, for appearances and such. But beneath it all, the man's built himself an underworld empire. Dangerous combination. Matching wits with crime. No, no, no! Hopeless! What? Colonel Moran to see you, Mr. Clay, and he's brought a friend. Moran and a friend? Very well. Colonel Moran and associate. Uh, Smythe. Uh, this is Mr. Smythe. Mr. Smythe. A pleasure. I hear you two had quite the eventful morning. I assume my care package was of some use. Aye, though I'm more of a rum man myself. Well, I'm heartened to know you are safe, Colonel. Proper professionals in this trade are truly rare. However, I'm a bit surprised to see your face so soon. Yeah, well, afraid I didn't come out of this morning's fun unscathed. Oh, my. Well, I can get you something for that leg. And a doctor, if you would like. Ah, much obliged. We also need a room to lie low. Mr. Smythe here has some unfinished business in the city. Does he now? And what sort of business are you in, Mr. Smythe? Well, um, I... There's some justice that needs serving. You know how that goes. Mm. And does justice pay well? Harbouring one fugitive is risky. Harbouring a second is, well, quite hazardous. Especially when Mr. Smythe's face graces every front page in the city. Forgive me, Professor. It took me a moment to place you in those prison stripes. Archie, what accommodations do we offer for those who deceive me? That would be the wharf, sir. Indeed. One would think the Colonel knew as much, seeing as his own hands have dropped many a liar through my favourite door. 
Look, we don't want any trouble, Clay. Only the room. You can put it all on my account. That account was settled when I sprung you out of prison. Not from my view. It was your bloody plan that landed me in a clink, and it'll take more than a rock-gut bottle of whiskey for us to get square. Unless you prefer to take my business to a competitor. Lies and threats. And yet here you claim you don't want trouble. We don't. We just need a room. Just need a room. Professor, you asked me to shelter two of London's most wanted, a premier assassin and a known terrorist. I'm not a terrorist. So it was someone else that set the underground aflame? That wasn't my intention. Please. We are both men of reason. You know as well as I that this world has no place for intentions, only facts. And the facts are that the risks of associating with you far outweigh any squaring between the Colonel and I. Archie, what is the going rate to make port in my safe harbours? Five hundred pounds, sir. Yes. Let's double that. A thousand pounds? For peace of mind in such severe times. Seems like a bargain. Come now, I'm sure you've done quite well on your tours. And how am I supposed to deliver that sum? I can't simply walk into a bank and make it withdrawal. Well, I don't care how, or how simply you go about it, Professor. Now, out of professional courtesy to the Colonel, I will give you both the day to bring your affairs in order. But rent is rent, and tomorrow you will pay. Unless you have another way to earn your keep. Commissioner Jones, you asked to see me? Ah, Lestrade, yes, come in. Uh, shall we wait for Chief Inspector Gregson? No, Gregson won't be joining. Shut the door, please. There's no gentle way about it, Lestrade. This Moriarty business is a disaster, a stain on all of us. Yes, Commissioner. There must be consequences for this bungling, you see. I've got some very angry people upstairs, quite high up. And I'm getting pressure to clean house. Starting with Gregson. You're firing him, sir? You disagree with this decision? I am... I am... Well, sir, mistakes were certainly made, but I believe they were honest ones. No one could have imagined they'd think to use the new electric tunnels to escape. No one except Sherlock Holmes. He wants you gone as well. Me? But, Commissioner, I was just following orders. That may be. But Mr. Holmes believes you hold sympathies towards our fugitive. No sympathies, sir, just questions. Frankly, I don't understand why everyone's so interested in him. The professor's a murderer. He killed an innocent woman and orchestrated a deadly escape. Not to mention all the damage she did to the underground. Of course, but, sir, am I being punished for doing my job? Asking questions is at the core of investigation. I assure you, I hold no allegiance to the man, only to the truth. I would hope so. You're extremely sharp, Lestrade, with a passion for police work that very few can match. Even with all those funny photos and fingerprints of yours. That's what makes letting you go all the more difficult. Then please don't do it, sir. I could take a transfer. I'll work a beat or, or a desk. I'll take anything, sir. Anything you'll give me, please. I've got a pregnant wife at home. A little boy, too. Hmm. You are tenacious, Lestrade. I'll give you that. Perhaps a desk on the graveyard shift would be punishment enough. Oh, thank you, Commissioner. 
truly. You won't complain? No more trouble from you? No trouble, sir. I swear it. It's your job to solve this! We don't have much time. Ah, so you have no plan then? You know, I do wonder why you spent so much time in the city. And here I thought you saved all your wandering for your boards. The greatest schemer in all of London. I can't simply walk into a bank. Dangerous combination. Matching wits with crime. How's a man supposed to concentrate with such incessant... I can't work like this. Colonel. Colonel! <laughs> What's that? Uh, oh, Professor, did you wake me? You were snoring. You've been snoring. Aye, must be the drugs. Oh, just a pinch of clay's vinous can really put you out. Aren't you getting any sleep? I don't have time to sleep. I can solve Rose's murder tonight. I won't need to worry about paying Clay tomorrow. You really think you can solve a murder in one day? I wrote my binomial treatise in less. And I have no choice. Now, I'm writing down everything I can think of. Everything I remember of Rose the night she was... I I'm trying to piece it together, how this could have happened. But I don't know where to start. I have nothing. Quite literally nothing. I need more data. Data? Information, people, places, all the variables that can help me solve this case. Ah, you mean like evidence? Yes, exactly. Oh, God, that's it. How did I miss it? It's so obvious. You're a genius, Colonel. I am? Evidence. Scotland Yard already has what I need. They brought stacks of it against me at the trial. That's exactly where to start. I just need to find a way to get at it. The things they've already collected. Ah, that evidence is locked up. You'll never get at it. I have to. Well, you won't. Not without a stroll into the lion's den. Now, I love a wild thrill as much as any man, but that sounds like a risk too far. I'd remind you that we're trying to stay away from the coppers. Yes, yes, but there must be a way to get the evidence without getting caught. I need that data, Colonel. I cannot make bricks without clay. Clay? Yes, that's it. That's it exactly. Professor Moriarty and the Colonel to see you again. Professor, Colonel, I fear your pockets look alarmingly light. Yes, but Mr. Clay... There are no buts, Professor. You either have my thousand pounds or Archie will be escorting you to the nearest police station to collect whatever sum is on your head. Now, hold on, Clay. Mind yourself, Moran. Play nice and I just might cut you in on the reward. You did bring him to me. Archie. Mr. Clay, you have a problem. What? A problem? On your paperwork there. Even from upside down, it's clear you're struggling with considerable math. Kindly keep your eyes off my papers. Archie, remove this man. I can help you solve it. I've seen many a man at his wit's end, Mr. Clay. I've been that man myself. You're stuck on a problem. And judging by the sweat on your collar, you're running out of time. It's Newtonian mechanics. I can see that quite clear. You're measuring mass and calculating force, which means you're attempting to move something. Something very dense from a glance at your numbers. I'd wager gold. Quite a bit of it. A heavy sum that could only be found in the reserves of a well-endowed institution. 
He means you're robbing a bank. And I know where you're stuck as well. It's an issue of weight versus time. Too much of one, not enough of the other. You have no way to clean out the bank's vault before the police arrive. You have my attention, Professor. But only for so long. I can solve this for you, Mr. Clay. I imagine that's worth far more than any sum on my head, or a measly thousand pounds. And I trust you're wise enough to know that having two great minds on this is better than one, if you and I can make terms. And what terms are those? The use of my mind for a safe roof over it. A guarantee of your silence and protection. Obviously. And clothes for the Colonel and I, so we may move freely in the city. I'll also be requiring a pistol and a new air rifle of Von Herder, seen as mine was confiscated during our previous debacle. Yes, yes. Any other demands? Just one more. I need access to a blackboard and lots of chalk. Are you too close, Mr. Moriarty? James and I, we're brothers. I have a brother, but I wouldn't necessarily characterize us as close. Would you, Doctor? Far from it. Mr. Moriarty, when was the last time you saw your brother? Right after your baseless testimony sealed his death warrant. You don't agree with my deductions. No, I don't. I've known James for his entire life, and there isn't one thing that he does that isn't precisely calculated. If he wished Rose dead, which I can't imagine, you would never have known it was him, I assure you. Now, if you excuse me, I've got trains to keep on schedule, and I've already given my statements to the authorities. I am the authorities. The Crown has given me full reign in finding and arresting your brother. And anyone who might be aiding him. I told you, I haven't seen James, and I don't expect to either. He would never come to me for help now. He knows you'd be watching. If he's not here, where would he go? Who else would help him? I don't know. Mr. Moriarty, if you insist on remaining unhelpful, the doctor and I do have more compelling methods for getting to the answers. Holmes? What's that supposed to mean? Are you threatening me? Do I need to? But this is intimidation. No, you can't do this. I know my rights, Mr. Holmes. You can't touch me. Really? Shall we see if my hunting crop agrees? <laughs> Holmes, no, enough. <clears throat> Mr. Moriarty, if you truly wish to protect your brother, help us bring him in before he gets harmed. Help you bring him in? Why? So you can hang him? No, you won't get any help from me. Go on, try and beat it out of me, it won't matter. James is innocent and you'll never find him. He's too bright. Too bright? You do know you're talking to the smartest man in London. Perhaps you were, Mr. Holmes. But now my brother's here. I'll tell you, Colonel, it is refreshing to have the proper tools at one's disposal. Right, my feelings exactly, Professor. Well, what do you think? Well, I think, based on all these scribbles, that you've been scheming this up from the start. I admit, partnering with Clay crossed my mind early on. 
Once I saw his papers, I knew I could help him. Then it became a matter of determining how he could help me. Solving his problem both pays for his protection and gets me the data I need to start my investigation. He wins, I win. And you will more than triple your fee. Aye, aye, but hold on now. We're robbing a bank. I don't see how any of this gets you what you need. Here, Colonel. Allow me to explain. First, Clay's foot soldiers will create a massive distraction, instigating a series of tightly coordinated robberies happening at key points all around the city. Hands up! This is a robbery. Give me your water. Scotland Yard will be forced to counter, sending all available bobbies to the streets in an attempt to hunt down these criminals and quell the madness. Scotland Yard! That's where I can see him. From there, we make our move on the true target, the city and suburban bank, which, thanks to a loan from the Bank of France, currently holds over 30,000 Napoleons in the depths of their vault. With such a large sum of gold bullion on hand and chaos erupting all over the city, they no doubt will call for police reinforcements to protect their reserves. And when the officers arrive to help... Scotland Yard, open up. We will be there. Constable, thank goodness. It's madness out there. The gangs are hitting every bank in the city. Nothing to fear, sir. If they come to this one, there'll be hell to pay. Archie, have the men secure the bank at once. Clay and a battalion of his ruffians will arrive at the city and suburban bank in disguise, dressed as police officers, and the bank director will be easily swayed into giving them access to the vault. We'll need to check your vault for vulnerabilities. Of course, Constable, right this way. Then the theft becomes effortless. Clay and his men simply need to handle the bank director. Tie him up. No, stop! Disarm any guards and walk out of the front door with the gold. Quickly now, into the wagons. Our phony police wagons serve as the perfect getaway. If anyone gives them trouble, they can claim... They're targeting the banks. We have to move this gold to Scotland Yard to keep it safe. And then Clay and his men disappear. By the time the police wrap their heads around what's been stolen, the trail will be ice cold. Most of all, no one needs to be hurt. Aye, that's clever, all right. But I still don't see how any of this bank robbing gets you your case evidence. Yes, Colonel. That is where you and I come in. You know, Professor, for someone who claims he isn't a criminal, you sure do have the mind for it. This is only a necessary evil, Colonel. I must have that case evidence. Aye, well, there's Scotland Yard. You sure about this? What was it you said about certainty making us all fools? Our distraction is in motion, Colonel. There's no going back now. We can only hope the police have taken the bait and acted rationally. Well, it seems they have. Whole place looks empty. Hell, we might not even need these police disguises. Or these, uh, two moustaches. No, don't keep it on, Colonel. We don't want to risk being recognised. Oh, aye, aye, fine. What's that? You brought a gun. And you didn't. I don't dare go on a job without proper protection. We're not here to shoot anyone. Well, you never know. Colonel, I mean it. I don't want anyone hurt. And that's very kind of you, Professor. But this is a crime. Someone always gets hurt. And it's better them than us. 
You want to survive in the shadows, you best be getting used to the darkness. Yes, Commissioner Jones, the city and suburban bank as well. The entire vault's been robbed clean. We have the entire night shift out on the hunt now, sir. It's just me and Jennings here at the station. No, sir. No leads yet on who's responsible. But... Hello? Who's there? Yes, Commissioner, I'm here. Every able man is on this. I'll call as soon as I have more to report. Hello? What's going on back here? We are on high alert, you know. There's a massive bank robbery in progress. Eyes forward, no sudden movements. What are you- Hush up, or else I'll splatter your brains. Colonel. Who's back there? I said eyes ahead, officer. Is anyone else here? No. Would you put your life on it? Fine, there's another man out on break, but everyone else is off chasing the bank robbers, I swear. Thank you. Now, please, kindly direct us towards your evidence lockup. The evidence lockup? Aye. Now, do you have any more questions or just a death wish? Okay, okay. It's just over here. This room right here? Yes. Do you have the keys? Yes. Keys? Yes, yes. Here. Slowly, officer. Unlock it for me, would you? Come on. Nice and easy. That's it. Now keep those eyes straight ahead. Lights? Thank you. Now, all the way in, officer. You can stay right here at this wall. There's no money in here. It's all just old casework. Well, if we were strapped for money, we'd be out there helping rob the banks, wouldn't we? Colonel, enough. Wait. This is part of the bank robbery? Why? What's going on? Never you mind. How much longer? This one's getting anxious and my finger's catching an itch. Just another minute. I think I found it. Hold on. I know that voice. Well, it's better for you if you don't. Wait. This can't be everything. No, no, it's not here. It's missing. What's missing? My book. All my math is gone. Math? Oh, my God. Professor Moriarty. Oi, oi. <clears throat> close those eyes and I'll close them for you. Leave the inspector be, Colonel. <sighs> It's too late now. My God, it is you. You know this one? I do. Inspector Lestrade has been there from the start. He even tried to help me. I'm sorry for this, Inspector, sincerely. How did you... Why are you dressed like constables? What is the meaning of all this? The less you know, the better. We're not here to hurt you. We only want the evidence from my case. The evidence? Why? I have to know who killed my fiance. I'm innocent, Inspector, and I'm going to prove it. Prove your innocence by breaking in here. Professor, this is madness. Uh, uh, we're on borrowed time. Best be making an exit. Not without my notebook. Inspector, where has it gone? Your notebook? I, I don't recall seeing it. I left it right on the center table at the hotel. A leather-bound book with handwritten pages. I never saw it, but if it was at the scene, then it should be here. It's not here. Now, I don't want to make threats, Inspector, but you've seen just how far I'll go to have the truth. Now, I'm telling the truth, Professor. Check my evidence photographs if you don't believe me. There's no time for that. Come on, Professor. We'll get you a new book. There's no replacing it. That notebook helped my life's work. But if it isn't here, and it wasn't at the scene, then that would mean... Chaos! <gasps> what absolute chaos, Lestrade. Not one peep, Inspector. How does 30,000 Napoleons just up and disappear like that, eh? The precision of it all. 
all the men and the coordination, it's... It's like no bank robbery I've ever seen. Lestrade? Oh, wait, Lestrade, where are you? You're supposed to be manning the telephone. What if the chief calls? Or the bloody commissioner? If, if they get whipped, you've gone off and took a nap during the largest heist in London's history, you're going to... Boy, did you leave the evidence locker open? What the bloody hell? Colonel, no! <laughs> Thank you.